Welcome to the Silver Screen Guide Podcast. Join Corbin and Alan, along with guest hosts, as they bring their love for the cinema to discuss films from every genre and decade. Learn about the history of the film, little-known facts, and insightful explorations while they enjoy discussing your favorite film. The curtain is rising and your podcast is starting. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your guide to the silver screen. Welcome listeners to a special TV show review. Today I am reviewing Treadstone. Well, does that name sound familiar? Well, that's because it is from the world of Jason Bourne. This is your host, Corbin. Last year, Alan and I finished our Bourne Pentology review of films, if that's what you want to call it. We finished that August 3rd, 2020. I knew there was a TV show, and I promised you listeners that I would get around to it eventually. Well, I started watching it shortly after. I picked I picked it up actually around Black Friday last year, around the same time. Picked it up on DVD, started watching it, and you will find out in this review why it took me so long to finish this TV show. It's only one season, it's only 10 episodes, but nevertheless, I wanted to finish it up in two weeks. I'm actually going to be bringing you my review finally of Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles, another TV show that has been in the works for me to watch and review for quite a while. So I felt like that would be a great time to um, review both of those since Top Gun got moved. Alan and I have pushed Top Gun 1 and 2. Well, the studio pushed Top Gun 2 to next year, but we've pushed a review of the Top Gun duology to next year when the second film is theatrically released. But next week we are releasing Ghostbusters Afterlife. We will be reviewing that film. We reviewed all of the Ghostbusters films already. That has been a really popular uh, review series here at Silver Screen Guide. So if you haven't already heard those, check those out. And of course, if you definitely haven't already heard our reviews of the Bourne films, that's going to be linked directly below. I think our take on those films might surprise you. So for those of you unfamiliar with Treadstone, literally in the opening credits, it says based off an organization within the Robert Ludlum Bourne novel series. So this really isn't taking inspiration from the books. It's not even really taking a whole lot of story inspiration from the movies. This was an idea concocted of Treadstone. It's a cool name. What if we give it more backstory? What if we flesh it out because it wasn't too, too fleshed out in the movies? So the TV show Treadstone premiered on the USA Network October 15th, 2019. So it's just a little over two years old. Would the trailer have gotten me to watch this TV series? Sure, if I had cable, that is. It really was billed as a new event series. They uh, really were making this, trying to make this into a big deal. Um, So it had been over three years since we had got our last Jason Bourne film. That's what it was called, Jason Bourne. That hit theaters July 29th, 2016 here in the U.S., So it had been out of sight, out of mind for quite a while, and especially dating back to the very first film all the way back in 2002, it had been over 17 years since, you know, audiences, mainstream audiences, attention was brought to the world of Robert Ludlum. 
So I personally had not really heard of the series. I think maybe I had read about it in passing somewhere on IMDb. I didn't know much about it. Like I said, I didn't have cable. And even if I did have cable, which I don't, maybe my parents did, I don't know. It wasn't one I was actively going to seek out. It's like, well, I'll catch it on streaming later, which seems like a misstep. Universal didn't have, I believe, what they have is called Peacock right now. They didn't have a way to push streaming, which really was very much mainstream um, by that point two years ago. So it was an interesting choice to put that series on cable. Interesting trying to figure out what kind of demographic they were trying to appeal to with this. Probably my demographic or probably even up to the ages of like 25 to 49 or something is my guess. But it should be noted, at the time, audiences did like it. I mean, it has a straight 7 out of 10 on IMDb out of 9.6 thousand reviews. That's decent enough, I think. Uh, it's not great by any stretch of the imagination. Um, audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is a 72%. Um, average tomato meter, I'm assuming that's the critic score. Um yeah, that's the critic score, 47%. So it was sort of divisive, but a majority of critics didn't care for the series. Well, I am about to go into spoilers for Treadstone. So if you haven't seen the series, it is currently streaming in its entirety on Hulu. I think you can buy it digitally, I'm pretty sure. But you can definitely pick up a physical copy on DVD of the complete series, which I hold in my hand right now, and I'm about to read off of the back of it, which doesn't really contain spoilers, but nevertheless, I'm going to be reading you the plot cover from the DVD disc, because there are six different plots woven throughout these, this 10-episode series. It is wildly confusing. It's something we're going to be talking about here in just a minute, but if you haven't seen Treadstone, you don't want it spoiled for you, go ahead and check it out, and then come back here, and we'll be ready to talk about it. So this is from a producer of the Bourne franchise. The only problem is, is there's about 30, 40 producers on the show. Um, I don't know which one. I do know the series was created by Tim Kring, who has been nominated for two primetime Emmys. It seems like his real claim to fame is the TV show Heroes, which I know is a really big deal, you know, back in the mid 2000s. I never watched Heroes, so I really can't speak to what I think of that show. But nevertheless, somebody from the Bourne series came on to produce this. So Treadstone is an action-packed thriller set amidst the CIA Black Ops program, Operation Treadstone. Exploring both the origin of the infamous covert program, as well as connecting to present-day special ops, Treadstone follows the action across the globe, from DC to Berlin to Paris and beyond. Using a mysterious behavior modification protocol, Treadstone turns its recruits around the world into nearly superhuman assassins, following sleeper agents as they're mysteriously awakened to resume their dangerous missions. So right off the bat, let's just go through how many different plots. So one of the main plots is the origin of Treadstone back in 1973. This carries throughout the entirety of the 10-episode series. Um, there's also present day, what I call present day 1973, where it's those characters from in the past, we're following some of them in the future. Um, there is a guy in Kentucky, 
um, who is running around. There is a North Korean. There is a CIA guy with uh, running around with a current cicada. Cicadas are a new name they've given the Treadstone operatives that they, quote, wake up. Um, there's also another character, Tara Coleman. Um, she is globetrotting as well. The big twist at the end is that she is also a cicada. Um, you don't know who the cicadas are, who they're waking up. So as you can see, it's ambitious following, I counted at least six different storylines interwoven pretty much throughout each episode. It's a lot to keep track of, but I will say one of the things they did right is it at least seems like they went to these locations. At least there's some aerial footage on the ground footage seems like these locations as well. That's something we always enjoyed in the Bourne movies was going to these places. Also, they didn't skimp on the action choreography, um, great choreography, and they at least try and make it somewhat feel like a Jason Bourne story. Um, me personally, my favorite story of the six was the 1973 uh, story with uh, J. Randolph Bentley. Uh, that was a great kind of Cold War thriller type story, which is actually the original Bourne identity was actually set during the Cold War. Um I really think what they should have done was pick one of these storylines and stuck with it or maybe pared it down to just three. Six is far too many. I get it. They're making something very ambitious. But as we're going to talk about here at the end, they just didn't really have plans to follow through with it, which is disappointing. The acting in the series isn't great. I actually found most of it to be pretty wooden. Um, and if I haven't mentioned it already, this series really is just unfocused. Um, the plot is just far too sprawling. You know, it really is hard to follow or pick characters to stay interested in. There's so many characters, we're just not really given enough time to in really invest in a single one. Except I would say outside of Bentley. He really is kind of the main focus. Uh, sort of. The series is built around him and his Cicada Russian program. Also, there is R-rated language in this. There is a number of F-words throughout the series. This is our first R-rated Jason Bourne property, we could say. The others have always been PG-13. This one does jump into R-rated territory, particularly with the language. But one of the things I'm guessing you listeners are probably asking is... Is this connected at all to the Jason Bourne movies? Yes, it is. In the first episode or two, they do bring up the situation from the Bourne Ultimatum, where Bourne is running around New York causing trouble. Um, that's really the only indication of it. As far as I could tell, there's no returning characters whatsoever. So I was a little disappointed they didn't try and tie it a little bit more back into those movies. But nevertheless, they are saying, hey, this is in the same world. This is a continuation of what happened beforehand. What this series really does wrong is that it imitates some story beats of the films. For instance, Doug's wife, who is um, the Kentucky guy, she dyes her hair black, just like Marie does in The Born Identity when they start to go on the run. Um, Doug as well, just looking in the mirror, trying to remember who he is. They really can't recapture the magic of the original trilogy. You know, they sure try, but it's just not there. Um, another thing they're doing is they're chasing John Wick. Um, particularly in episode eight, there is a club scene where the North Korean lady 
is really kicking some tail, but it is straight out of the first John Wick film. And the other thing is, this really does feel like a Call of Duty video game at times. So I get it, you know, trends change. This isn't really the same world we live in, particularly entertainment-wise, as the first born identity. But nevertheless, I wish they wouldn't have been imitators, and I would have preferred them to have been innovators with the series. This brings me to my ultimate statement. Why did it take me so long to watch a 10-episode series? Well, honestly, because it was just boring. Because I lost interest. Because it was... They were asking me to invest too much into this series. There was too much going on. I couldn't really care about it. So I watched about half of it. Basically took 10 months off, essentially 10, 11 months off. And then I resumed it shortly after for this review. I just knocked out the rest of the episodes just to say that I've seen the entire series to give a full and accurate review. And you know what the worst part is? All of the plot threads are left on cliffhangers, and this series will never be resolved. Treadstone is a surefire miss. While they try to recapture the excitement and intrigue of the Jason Bourne franchise, the series creators bite off way more than they can chew. Like myself, I can see most viewers tapping out after a few episodes since there are far too many storylines and characters to keep track of. There's some great action to be found here, great locales too, but the overly complicated plotline with the fact you're not getting any resolution makes this an easy pass. Treadstone receives 4 stars out of 10 with a solid not recommend. So at the time when I was trying to review Treadstone, it was not streaming anywhere. So I had to pick it up on DVD. I did get it on a Black Friday sale, so I didn't pay full price, thankfully. Otherwise, I would not have picked this one up. I'm never going to return to it. You know, in some ways, I'm kind of a completionist, so I guess it's cool I own all the Jason Bourne stuff now, but I don't really recommend you pick it up. What I do recommend you check out is Hannah on Amazon Prime. I just started season two. I binged through season one in about a week, an episode a day. It, they're short. They're only eight episodes per season. That is the most Jason Bourne feeling thing since those Bourne films, actually. Now, in season one, there is some kind of like teenage coming of age stuff. I think some viewers like myself who are kind of past that age aren't going to be terribly interested in. It's still incredibly well done with fantastic action. So on December 17th, 2019, the day of the season finale, the series was canceled. And USA said due to program shifting, you know, they wanted to go into more reality type shows from what I understand. Um, this wasn't the direction they were going. So I find that to be utterly ridiculous. They would put the series into production really quickly, push out the first season only to give it the axe. Um, they did the same thing with the Purge TV show, which I did not watch. Uh, they canceled that uh, around the same time as well. I, I think that got more than one season. I could be wrong. I never watched it. Nevertheless, it's just a strange circumstance i think treadstone really is a piece of the born universe you can just forget about well listeners the question after the show is did you find treadstone to be too complicated i guess even the better question is did you even watch this show do you even have an interest to watch this show i'm curious about your answers so go ahead and send me an email silverscreenguide at 95 at gmail.com 
Very curious to know what you listeners think. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast because Alan and I will be coming back next week to review Ghostbusters Afterlife. We've reviewed all those films, so you don't have to wait to hear our thoughts on the previous entries in the franchise. Those are linked below. Go ahead and listen to those review. In the meantime, of course, I'm linking to all the boring reviews as well, so go ahead and check that out. Thank you listeners for coming along with me on a special TV show review of an interesting addition to the Bourne property. I'm looking forward to coming back for Ghostbusters and the week after for Terminator The Sarah Connor Chronicles. I'll see you then, listeners. Hey listeners, it's Corbin. Don't forget to check out the exciting links in the description below that will connect you with more great movie reviews for your listening pleasure and our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter page. And of course, our official website where you can read great articles and sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Also, if you want exclusive bonus content such as extra movie reviews, movie commentaries, and our thoughts on the latest movie news and trailers, plus more, then check out our Patreon page. It's a great way to help keep this show free, and it gives you great content that's yours to keep. All of that and more is found in the description below. Don't forget to subscribe whether you're on YouTube, Apple, Google, or Stitcher, or your favorite podcast service. And while you're at it, please leave us a five-star review so other movie lovers can more easily find our podcast. We love talking about movies, and we love talking about them with you. So don't forget to share with your friends and family, and we'll see you next week, listeners. The Silver Screen Guide podcast is edited and produced by Alan and Corbin. Intro and outro music is created by Thomas Rankin. The thoughts and opinions herein expressed are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent those held by Silver Screen Guide. Silver Screen Guide is not affiliated with any company or individual involved with the creation of this movie or TV show. No portion of the podcast may be used without express written permission from Silver Screen Guide.